for when I write my personal content on LinkedIn, I actually tell ChatGPT, these are the three things that I'm bringing from my own experience. This is the one time I failed. This is the one time I succeeded. This is the one time something happened. Based on my prior writing samples, can you create a brand new piece of content? Welcome to Unmiss, your go-to digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Ulatovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game. Let's get started. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. Hello, welcome anyone who wants to learn more about digital marketing, about marketing in 2024. Welcome. Marketing is a quickly changing world. We need to adapt fast. Whatever happens, we need to go ahead. Even if you have well-working strategies, it doesn't mean that they will work tomorrow. You need to change to find something else to consider other channels because uh, today it's very important to consider marketing attribution when you cover many channels. Uh, customers need to get the seven touches, sometimes more, sometimes less, but you need to get their attention many times to share value, bring helpful content, many other things. I'm so excited to discuss a lot more with Alex Montes. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here. Excited to be here. Excited to be talking about marketing and the nature of how it's changing in 2024. And trust me, it's always changing. So I'm so glad to be here. Nice, nice. A big pleasure to get you. Before we dive into marketing 2024, uh, I know we can discuss a lot of things. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we can name them, but I'll, I'll, a lot of. Uh, and uh, I want to ask about your experience, background, uh, tell more about you that my listeners will learn uh, how you can can help them <laughs> sure so i am a head of marketing for a company called ben labs ben labs has two different divisions at the moment we have ai assisted SaaS, and that is basically a SaaS software that helps creators grow their youtube channels and in the future even more channels using ai using seo activities the current name of that product is called TubeBuddy. And then we have our overall company called Ben Labs. Using AI-assisted technology, we can help you find brand new audiences. However, I imagine a lot of the audience here are marketers or people interested in marketing. And, you know, my own background is, again, as a head of marketer, managing 20 to 30 people in the last few years. Um, prior to Ben Labs, I was a head of performance marketing at Bloomberg Media. And what that means is, is anything related to performance. Basically, I managed their entire marketing budget, all of their partnerships. And that was a really interesting project to work on because we grew it from 1 million to 100 million over a period of three years. So tons of learning there. And I have, have a, you know, a broad sense of marketing experience from managing my own agencies, doing fractional CMO activities, to working at companies like Verizon, working at CPGs like Mars Chocolate, but also working at very, you know, at medium-sized startups like Ben Labs or even startups and, you know, and accelerators. Um, I have done it all. It's been, you know, over a decade of doing marketing. And like you, you know, I'm, I'm always like trying to get ahead and trying to figure out where is this thing going? Nice, nice. I love your experience. And you mentioned twice about AI that you yeah. use these tools. <laughs> For me, it's a must have. I remember that was simple to ignore, but impossible tomorrow. And uh, I doubled my energy when ChatGPT appealed. Uh, cool. I used before ChatGPT. Today, I use a lot more. And according to data, uh, 5% of marketers and content creators lost their jobs when ChatGPT appealed. Uh, I'm not sure that uh, this tool can replace them. In most cases, uh, someone who adapted to this tool can replace such people who can ignore this tool. Uh, for me, it's a must-have. I use a lot AI. Generative AI, it's not only ChatGPT or uh, BART, today it's Gemini. Uh, we have 11,000 AI tools, a lot. So they can decide a lot of problems, but uh, we still need this human touch. We still 
need to uh, manage control these tools and from my personal experience it's tough to get great results with ai if you have no idea how to write if you uh, don't know the topic you, you you need to understand both for example my brothers asked me please help to create content about accounting i can't i, I can uh. can set up uh prompts but i can't create great content because i'm not an expert on this niche i tried about weight loss i failed just generic content nothing special for me it's important to know the topic second you need to know how to write if you can't write how you can uh set up the right prompts or uh, edit results because it's still the tool alex can you tell how you use ai and how ai can help you today in 2024 to get great results so uh, first of all, I agree with you. Right now, I don't think AI is replacing creators altogether. You still have to be a subject matter expert, right? And again, I'm a marketer, you're a marketer. Like I hear that ChatGPT can code entire things, but I, I couldn't do that. I, I cannot code an app just because I can tell ChatGPT, hey, code this thing for me, right? And I think that's the same, right? You gotta have subject matter expertise. I use three apps. I use ChatGPT. I use Claude, which is the competitor of ChatGPT, and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll mention why. And I use um, Descript, um, which counts as AI because basically it allows you to edit very quick. It you know it allows you to edit by looking at a written script of whatever you're talking about on your video. And the way that I see AI as of now, as of February 2024, is an accelerator. I.e., if I was able to create content and it would take me a week, now it can take me days, actually a day or hours, right? So something that we did very early on last year was that we, when ChatGPT in January 2023, we were like, you know what, we're going to double down on ChatGPT but we are going to combine it with humans. And what we did was we hired somebody to create ChatGPT content. And instead of having one blog per week, we had one blog per day last year during the entire month of January. And then we had somebody that was very knowledgeable about SEO give us a content strategy where they were like, all right, you're gonna do top of funnel, bottom of the funnel. Some of this content is gonna be targeting your creator. Some of this content is gonna be this page that is going to be answering this type of questions. And, you know, we're going to look at the searches. We're going to look at X. We're going to look, right? ChatGPT didn't come out with that strategy. However, it really allowed us to accelerate the fact of how fast we were creating the content. And honestly, by, you know, by mid-June of last year of 2023, we had tripled the amount of um, visits. And we had like, I, I want to say 20% more conversions coming in from SEO. So that was a good thing for me personally. I use it to help me brainstorm content and edit video and editing video would take me four or five hours. Now I can do it in 30 minutes because I'm just doing video for LinkedIn at the moment. So for me, it's a game changer. So that's, that's how I'm using AI. I'm using it to accelerate my content creation, my content editing. Uh, you know, when I talk to, um, I also do some advisory. I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now. He is about to launch an app. We were concerned about like, okay, we, we need a lot of organic stuff. And I'm like, you know what? We chat GPT combined with our knowledge of the, the thing, of the, of the industry or category, we could do something daily. We could write it a newsletter. One more thing before I give it back. What I do is I provide writing samples. And I go like, based on these writing samples, write another piece of content that resembles this, but now change the title, change whatever it is. So, so anyway, that's how I'm using AI. I'm still the brains, but I see it as a, as a superpower intern kind of working for us. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, you mentioned video content and SEO. I want to dive in more into SEO because yeah, oh, that's, I get that's your baby. That's what that's <laughs> where you live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But by the way, I pay attention to video content as well because for me it's important to cover other channels. And if you have great video content, it can help to increase results in SEO. 
basically uh, now today it's important to consider this parameter EEAT and uh, when customers can see your uh, video content it's a big chance you can win them in SEO it's like indirect factor but works well uh, and uh, about SEO uh, you mentioned that you you can get uh, create content much faster like not for seven days you can do it for a day uh, and in SEO it's very important to be creative AI uh, is the best rewriting tool ever you know yeah it can rewrite content but rewriting it's not <laughs> creative it's not something new uh, in SEO we need to create something new uh, and uh, can you tell uh, your methods how to become creative and one more thing about SEO because you mentioned about sales funnel uh, and I see when companies chase uh, high volume but uh, I don't care if I have a million traffic I care how many sales I can get from this traffic how I can get results how to submit my call to action how to cover this uh, um, buying persona help them uh, on this sales funnel so can you tell your methods I mean like how to uh, create creative content that stand out from the rest in SEO and cover uh, customers journey in sales funnel <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guessing it all depends on, you know, your goals and things like that. But the best way to be differentiated is to first, that's not something ChatGPT is going to do. Um, but a lot of the ways, for example, that we that I think about it for my specific product is my product now is, a you know, is a five year old product. We have millions and millions of creators. We have a specific data that other people don't have. And then when we write content against this data, right now we are being, I don't want to say creative, but we are creating content that doesn't exist elsewhere. So now ChatGPT, I'm telling you, hey, ChatGPT, use my prior writing samples, use this data that is not available anywhere to write this piece of content, right? Now you're creating something new or something creative. So for example, let's say you have a health app right and you have this app that tracks tracks oh like i have this is sleeping app right like i think whoop i have a whoop i don't have it today but there's this health app and it tracks your sleeping patterns and the days that you drink you don't sleep well and the days that you know you go to sleep early or or you work out you know it shows you that that things go well now imagine that piece of data times thousands of people right now all of a sudden you have specialized data about your product that allows you to be created that allows you to be informative but then when you combine that with ai you can go like all right this is the data that i have chat gpt what are the three uses of this data right what are the three uses of i mean you know in chat gpt now they have safeguards so it doesn't so that data is not given back to open ai so those are some cool uses that I would that I would do it. So I know for me, for when I write my personal content on LinkedIn, I actually tell ChatGPT, these are the three things that I'm bringing from my own experience. This is the one time I fail. This is the one time I succeeded. This is the one time something happened. Based on my prior writing samples, can you create a brand new piece of content? And that's how you do it differentiated. That's different from the video though video is an entirely different beast but for seo yeah. that's the way i would think about it and then in terms of what stage in the funnel right you understand that top of funnel you know people are you know investigating or people are not even problem aware that's very different than bottom of the funnel where they may be looking at your competitors they they already may know what they want and based on where they are then you're going to be able then you're going to create content as needed and how original it is is it depends on what you feed the ai system or not mm -hmm. nice nice uh, you manage uh, uh, you mentioned that you manage uh, 20 30 people yeah uh, and uh, i remember in 2008 i hired a team of uh, writers who wrote about anything i gave them topics uh -huh. weight loss finance accounting anything they wrote uh -huh. google ranked <laughs> we got results um, of course things change a lot since this time uh, google fired all these people 
okay, I fire them, but Google help me to do it uh, because <laughs> uh, I prefer to cooperate with uh, people who know the topic. We outsource them, spend time to find people who can bring something new. You mentioned about creativity, uh, about um, uh, creating content that others don't have. And I know from personal experience, only people who have extended experience about one topic, they can create such content. Experts, uh, especially when uh, this uh, uh, filter appealed like uh, EEAT, Experience Ex Expert Authority Trust. And uh, I remember we promoted a few websites in weight loss niche. Basically, we got traffic from uh, 100K to 700K. Uh, we competed with billion-dollar companies, big companies uh, in, in the niche weight loss supplements. We got great results. And when... Uh, in 2019, Google changed the game to search for content from experts. We lost a lot of traffic. I don't remember exactly, but uh, almost uh, the drop was to, to zero, you know, because all, all content were written by uh, writers who didn't know about uh, weight loss, didn't research so much time. And since then, we changed our strategies. We uh, are looking for experts. I can't hire all experts. I can't. Uh, it's almost impossible to have these resources, but I outsource them. And let me explain <laughs> how. I have a tip for that. I have an idea yeah. for, for building experts. So, um, okay. yeah, so I actually agree with you that having experts on your team is, is kind of like a great accelerator for content creation for anything really, right? Like if I'm... You know, I, I like, uh, for example, um, you know, um, fintechs. I like, for example, I, I read the Wall Street Journal every day. But something that I did um, was that when I would hire people and they would be brand new, for example, I remember we had, you know, we were doing sports content. I was the head of sports marketing, um, you know, almost like eight years ago. We hired somebody that had no idea what they were doing and this is what we asked them to do first month we asked them to like write us a paper in-depth paper mm -hmm. on the economics of the nba and what teams are all of that and that person had to do so much research to write this paper to get it done and to get this working they presented that paper and then only after that paper was completed, we allowed them to write content. We then try that or I then try that for my clients. You know, then I had a client who had a trading app and that person, we, we needed somebody to create content for us. And then we were like, all right, we are going to hire people that write a 10 page paper for us in English about this subject. How does it work? How does it done? Did this, this, this and that bring sources what are the sources that you use where did you read this what book did you read i want you and then we will give them read these three books summarize and write the papers and i know it sounds like you went to school but what i'm trying to convey is that to be an expert enough to write content you just need to have a good 100 maybe 20 to begin with but i'm i'm thinking 100 hours makes you an expert versus having a phd versus you know yeah. spending years and years you somebody that spends a hundred hours researching any given topic could provide could potentially do a lot of these things and can provide a lot of knowledge. So I don't know what you do, but those are those are some of the ways in which I've tried getting around. Do I have an expert to write or to create content? Right, and now by the way, content creation could be on email. So um, yeah, I don't know if you find that interesting. I couldn't agree more. You need to collect data. You need to research the topic. And I don't play this game. Uh, I'm not trying to cheat the system. So, uh, and I don't, uh, I'm not hiring people on, on Upwork. Even if I see people have experience, I'm okay with that. We usually search for a proven record. For example, uh, when uh, we got uh, great contracts about trading, investing, crypto niches, uh, all these directions are overwhelmed, overpriced. It's tough to get traffic because competition is, is huge. But uh, uh, we uh, hired experts who can create content on Forbes, Investopedia, Bloomberg, big websites. And um, I, I can hide 
my secrets how we usually do it so uh, we uh, search blocks in our niche then we uh, collect uh, all offers uh, on um, articles publications because uh, most recognizable blocks have offers like Forbes uh, and others we uh, then we analyze all their content we by using tools ihrefs semrush other tools uh, to uh, find uh, offers who can create content that get a lot of traffic simple mm. um, I, I i don't want to play the game uh, you are expert or not but i like to cooperate with people who have a proven record so basically if offer can post content and did this content gets traffic i want to cooperate with this people if they uh, create content for Forbes Investopedia but can't get traffic no I, I'm not interested to cooperate you know for me it's important to have this proven record if you have it okay let's cooperate and for me it's tough to pay uh, I mean like to get the full time people who can post content on Forbes most of them uh, have good jobs great contracts but yeah. they are looking for passive income <laughs> and uh, passive income works well for me for my clients uh, and uh, of course for us it's important to collect data but these people can collect much faster because of having experience because of uh, having uh, great uh, experience um, yeah and it works well so our uh, most valuable method is to find people who have this proven record you know and we we get great results with that i i, I agree with you if they already have a record that's the best mm -hmm. i'm thinking as we try to mix ai with going fast you know it's just like can you pair them maybe with somebody who already has the expertise to maybe review their work or something like that right mm -hmm. so for example uh, you know, Ben Labs, we have a senior writer that allows more junior writers to come in and get off faster, right? But without that senior person, it's very difficult to get the, you know, the people that that's knowledge coming into here. But the people that have knowledge always have a job, right? Um, yeah. So that's, the, that's the, so, so I agree with you. You're doing it right. Yeah, um, they, these people are not looking for a job. They are not looking for a job. They have these jobs. You just bring them extra job, you know, uh, passive income. So, yeah, they want to earn more. That's the case. Nature, you know, I, I want to earn more. Anyone loves <laughs> to get extra money. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Alex, I want to ask about uh, AI more, especially about, uh, uh, you know, for example, uh, I use a lot AI today to create content and uh, uh, I learned some common thinking that Google hates AI. From my experience, Google loves AI. I asked this question, uh, uh, Fabrice Canel from Bing, Microsoft Bing, uh, uh, how Bing can think about AI. And he replied to me, Bing is okay with AI. If you can create high quality content, Bing doesn't care. For me, Google, uh, it's on the same boat because Google needs quality. It's AI written or human written. Who cares if it's quality? If you can create high quality content with AI, it works well. Uh, and uh, I remember when uh, I check content with AI detectors, it's popular today to analyze, but uh, I stopped doing if, if I see the, this content is uh, high quality, uh, can bring something new to the table, uh, much better than competitors have. I don't care if it's AI written or not. If uh, it's interesting to read, uh, why not? I use this content. And for example, for one project, uh, we got uh, plus 2,000 people a day from completely zero. You know, uh -huh. so uh, yeah, uh, uh, the niche uh, trading, you know, we compete with big companies, billion dollar companies, and we got great traffic for one year. And most content uh, is written by AI. I can send you this project. You can analyze, you know, a lot of content yeah, with uh, cre uh, both created and with AI, but uh, it's quality content. It's really quality content and we can get great results. Uh, what do you think about uh, uh, creating content with AI? Because you mentioned it's more about uh, generating ideas, yeah, uh, uh, to increase people. No, no, I, I've, I've created content with AI, but we try to have a human... Mm -hmm. kind of like change it around right and like yeah. a court trick sometimes we just use 
AI and then we then we use Grammarly to then yeah. right to then actually then edit the AI with another AI. Um, and then we give it like a human touch and yeah. like a review. And that again, that process takes a few hours, right? Versus days. Um, but we also found, or I've also have found, I personally have found success using AI-generated content, but I haven't done totally, total AI-generated content. I have not done that. But mm -hmm. AI plus reviews and AI plus editing, human editor has worked really well for me. But um, that that's the way I've, that's the way the cookie has crumbled, right? Like, and again, we have AI-generated content based on my writing samples, based on data that we give it. So so I can go like, that's why I think I mentioned I have ChatGPT and I have Claude. And Claude mm -hmm. is a great writer. Yeah. <laughs> right. I use Claude just to write, like the content that I use to actually like post usually comes from Claude. Whereas ChatGPT, I feel like is is more of like brainstorms with me or you know corrects me sometimes i i sometimes i write an email and i ask chat gpt can you make this more concise can you make it clear and then i use that email right so and again in a way that that's content creation but for seo purposes on google i agree with you a we have not gotten um you know i and i'm not gonna say you know but like i've i've seen and i've talked to multiple marketers I've seen the data myself. ChatGPT can give you great content or AI-generated content works. But for me, at least for the time being, I feel more comfortable having the combination of human plus AI um, kind of moving forward, at least for the yeah. time being. That may change. Of do course, you should do AI by itself? No, no, no. Of course we change. Uh, of course we edit, we analyze uh, what we got. Uh, and... Uh, uh, we create a lot of uh, programming pages when you need to create plus uh, thousand pages and but we uh, check a few pages uh, analyze if it's quality then yeah we can generate a lot more pages you know by using this concept yeah it works well Alex let's talk about uh, about video content uh, you know when I ask my son uh, please search something on google he used tiktok ah. <laughs> he, he he doesn't care about google he used tiktok uh. to search for almost anything he loves soccer he learns how to uh, how to improve his technique uh, by watching this content uh, and it works well uh, it helps him to improve and uh, uh, I spend more time with video content. We create different content, live streams, short videos, long videos, in most cases, short videos. And uh, I have no idea which video can bring results. Um, and interesting about TikTok, uh, I removed this uh, social media for a while because this social media can learn my mind. I don't know how. But TikTok can list videos that I can't stop watching. I can watch without uh, stop, you know, like for two hours. I have no two hours. I need this time, you know. Uh, I need to work. I need to uh, enjoy uh, my job. But uh, when I open TikTok, I keep watching, watching, watching. It's great content, very funny. Uh, I'm interested about uh, your methods. How you use video marketing? Because you mentioned before that. And... Uh, uh, can you compare results from SEO and video marketing? Which channel is better in 2024? So I think YouTube YouTube is great for SEO. Um, if you go to Google and there is a video in regards to that subject, like it, it will show up on Google search results. Um, so I think YouTube is great for SEO more so than other channels. LinkedIn, LinkedIn written articles, I notice show up a lot also when it comes to like Google searches and things like that. Now, TikTok and short form content, really interesting. What I'm seeing is, is that TikTok is not growing as fast as it was growing before. And Instagram again 
is kind of and reels on Instagram is kind of on its way back or actually last year was a better channel for creators and obviously TikTok is able to change things around so I don't I'm not saying a prediction but I'm saying that right now the way things are looking um TikTok is declining and the reason is not because the algorithm is not good they have a great algorithm in fact, now, now they're becoming a competitor to Amazon. Like the, the shopping on TikTok is great. Um, right? Like the advertised shopping and and it's like and it's it's um is really interesting what's going on on TikTok and shopping. But creators are leaving the platform and less people are creating videos there. And now they're going to Instagram because they're getting not they're they're getting paid better. And on YouTube, they get paid better too. Mm-hmm. So I am I'm bullish on YouTube. Um, for me, I go to YouTube and and search everything. Um, I was a big fan of TikTok, but not as much as I was before. And um, you know, but on a business standpoint, it depends on what your product is. We have a creator product, so we are on YouTube and TikTok. But you know, for my friend who's the founder of um of a fintech app, right? We're probably going to double down on on TikTok and Reels, um, but not as much on YouTube um, because we're we're going hard on short form content. But we're going to test it, right? We're going to see how it works. Interesting stuff, though. We didn't talk about how how we're using AI. So now we're thinking for for this financial channel, having some sort of Recording the voice of the founder, recording mm-hmm. the the likeness of the founder and having an avatar. And instead of having to record and edit every day, he's just gonna type himself every day with like the news of the of, of the finance news of the day. And then mm-hmm. he's going to upload to these channels. And that's gonna save him so much time to just type it up. In fact, he could hand that out to an intern. <laughs> and <laughs> And get this going. So that is some of the interesting things that we're seeing with AI. Um, but from a video SEO standpoint, I think YouTube is, is rocking. I think Instagram is much better than it was in 2020 to 2023. We saw Instagram really do well. And then, of course, it's, it's product depending. So mm-hmm. anyway, those are those are some of my answers there. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Alex, I want to ask about two aspects patience and mistakes and ah. le- let's unite both uh, let me yeah, yeah uh, let me explain why i'm asking about that because um, i see when people uh build high expectations and waiting for uh, quick results i have no idea how to get quick results i remember when mr beast said about his success that he spent seven years to to buy first camera so he couldn't allow to buy camera for seven years and he filmed all his videos on web camera you know nothing special he didn't have even a good smartphone uh i see when content creators give up uh and they usually for example most audio podcasters don't record more than eight episodes of podcast i i have no idea how to get results with seven first episodes that is why we recorded plus 700 episodes and uh, it works well this format is great and for me it's important to have this patience and love what you do uh, you need to make mistakes uh, because uh, you mentioned a lot of great tips about video content about seo but uh, it's tough to do it from scratch if you do something you can write a great article you can't film a, a good video you can't do anything because the first attempt is terrible, probably the second, the third, and many others. You need to craft your skills uh, to be patient with results. For example, uh, when I started PR, uh, we paid $6,000 for one press release to write and pitch. Then, uh, but we needed 12 press releases a week. So uh, it's like $72,000. Uh, I started to write myself this PR. Uh, I uh, wrote, pitch, and got zero mentions, zero results, nothing. Then I acquired experience how it works. We explained to our block offers uh, how to 
create this format, it's not like to create evergreen content. It's more about trending topics to bring expert opinions. And uh, today we have great results with PR, uh, even better than we if we pay to PR agencies because we got mentions on CNN, Bloomberg, Business Insider, Investopedia, uh, Forbes, Amazon, Yahoo Finance, Coindesk, Investing.com, big websites. And, you know, I started with failure, with mistakes, uh, nothing worked for six months, six months without results. Uh, and uh, can you tell about patience? Uh, and uh, uh, you mentioned, okay, you need to film video content, you get great results for uh, big companies. But how to be patient if you can't get results for a long time? How to, uh, I don't know, uh, don't give up and go ahead? <laughs> You know, a lot of the, you know, sometimes when I speak to smaller founders, um, you know, I just, I just talked to a, a great founder just last week and they were like, hey, I want to make a million dollars. I'm launching this app next month. I wanted to make a million dollars four months from now. And we're going to, and I'm like, all right, how big is your budget? Budget was not that big. And I was like, oh, so we're going to have to do organic. And if we're going to have to do organic, you need to be patient. Even if you use AI, even if you have, you know, if, if all the subject matter expertise we talked about earlier, it's trial and error, right? And what I've noticed is especially, I mean, it happens to to all of us, but, you know, obviously founders have, have a different mindset. That's the way that they should be thinking about things because they're trying to push the envelope. Um, but also content creators, right? Like um, at TubeBuddy, we see a lot of people trying the app, trying YouTube. And then we understand that, um, I think the, I, th I think um, a few years ago on, on TubeBuddy, which is our, one of our, our core product, our core SaaS product, the average person on YouTube with a thousand subscribers has something like 300 videos. Bef that is long form, not even short form. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's just like, go make 300 long form videos before mm -hmm. you even think. And a thousand subscribers on YouTube is important because that's when you get monetized. Right. So let's say you do one short form video per week. Right. Times a in that'll take you three years to get to you know to get to those three hundred or more right sorry I'm not I'm not even doing the math right um, so but that's that's a lot of what we're seeing it takes a while Ali Abdal who is a who is a, a you know also one of the biggest YouTube content creator he says like you need to wait at least a year he has a class where he charges people and i mean he he stopped this class but i took this class where it was two thousand dollars two thousand to five thousand dollars and he would tell hey you're gonna join this class i know you're paying me but for you to see results you need to commit to a year of content creation then after you've done a year come back and then we can you know we can talk but if not you haven't done the work. So I think when it comes to content creation, content creators takes a while. From a business standpoint, you start seeing results usually within 90 days. That one or two companies go viral before the fact, that's luck. But you don't want to count on luck. You want to count on process. You want to count on, you know, systems. You want to count on, you know, and and especially when they come to me with like, promise me the world. I I I've, I'm always have to be the bearer of bad news. And it's not like be patient. And it's like be realistic. Be realistic is going yeah. to for most of us is going to take a while. And it is rare that the one percent that goes viral after two, three videos. Can it happen? It's not impossible, but not impossible doesn't mean it's likely. So yeah, realistic and, for me is the word. Uh, by the way, even if you film a viral video in the beginning, it doesn't mean that you can film the second viral video, you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, we often see when someone can get great results with viral videos, and that's it, you know, because of uh, it's tough without experience to go ahead. But if you are consistent in your in your way 
to film a lot of videos. So some of them can become viral. You can learn from them and think about other videos. Yeah, it takes time. It's patience. And by the way, I don't know how to become great with paid marketing fast overnight. I know companies can lose 500k because of uh, paid marketing. Big companies, by the way, um, and uh, cooperating with great experts. Uh, even paid marketing needs time, you know, to uh, collect data, to learn about customers, to think how to create something different uh, and uh, to win this market. It takes time even to lose uh, some money on this journey, to analyze and to cover other channels. Even if you have a million dollars, wanna get uh, two millions, you can't do it with paid marketing without experience. It, it also takes time without experience and a great product first of all like it doesn't matter pay media or not you first you gotta have a great product right so let's say you yeah, have a great product and now you do this paid marketing the same thing you have to run experiments what's the right copy what's the right landing page what are the right keywords and that takes time and usually it takes i want to say like 90 days but the thing with pay media is not like it was like three, five years ago with Facebook where you could just put anything up and it would work. It, it's still a, something that, you know, when it's working great, you are going to get exactly what you're putting. And by that, I mean, is it's like, now that I figured this out and I have the right advertising and everything, for me to get more, I have to pay more. I'm not going to... You know, and that's the beauty of organic. Sometimes you get more without paying, you know, all mm -hmm. for it. Sometimes one of your pieces of content gets tons of traffic. Like it happens to us three, four times last year with like two or three pieces of content got like 200,000 views. That doesn't happen on paid, right? Like you have to pay for each of those views. Um, and honestly, I'm a performance. I love paid media. That's that's kind of like that's one of my sources of strength but i agree all of these things take time all of these things take consideration and also a great product so yeah. I, just, I just wanted to put that out there that just because it's on pay doesn't mean it's going to work either yeah marketing can't help bad products uh, i don't know how marketing can help it doesn't and i remember this quote uh the best marketing can destroy bad product fast <laughs> you know so you, you you can do everything right but if product is terrible nothing can help <laughs> it's better to improve the quality of products to be better than competitors have uh, yeah to have your strong side then you can use marketing if you have no great product it's okay if you build audience you can build audience for the future products uh, with organic reach but uh, yeah. paid marketing is only when you have this great product <laughs> alex right. yeah uh, I want to ask about your experience. Um, I often this question uh, from my audience. Uh, for example, um, we usually get great results with companies uh, that understand about importance of creating high quality content, why it's important to get traffic value than just to more traffic, uh, how to uh, earn great backlinks, uh, uh, many different insights. So if companies understand uh, how it works, we get great results. If I see they don't, I usually tell them, take my course, learn on YouTube, learn on Google, read books, listen to audio podcasts, just get the basic, understand how it works. If you understand, then we can cooperate, we can get great results. It's the same like if someone wants to lose weight, you can find the best coach in the world. But if you don't know why you need to eat healthy food, uh, to train hard, to drink water, it's it's tough to get results. So I want to ask you this reply for founders of companies who have a big dream to achieve great results, but have no experience how to do marketing. If you do everything from scratch, uh, let's imagine it's your first day in marketing. You have mm. no experience with these big companies that you mentioned in the beginning of my podcast, just completely from scratch. What will you do if you need to learn the basic from scratch? I think that it's, it's really interesting. So I, I think that I would start focusing on 
I would have an idea of what are if you know what are the foundations of marketing, right? Or what are the foundations for most things to be successful? And then first we talked about do we have a differentiated product, right? Like if you are a marketer coming in, like do you have a product that is differentiated? Great. Now I want to start thinking through an organic channel, and that's going to take time. A paid media thing that's going to take time. Referrals that's going to take time, right? Because it's like all of these things are, are, you know, are are going to be kind of difficult. And if you are a B two B, you probably need an outbound kind of machine, kind of like going, right? So if you're a B two B marketer, understand those four things: outbound, organic, paid referrals have a good business, you're gonna be great. But understand that if you're gonna launch a product tomorrow, even if your product is great, it's going to take a while. But also as a marketer, I'm gonna add a sixth thing. Education is a big part of what we do. Educating customers and letting not our customers being founders um, and other marketers, right? Educating on, wow, this is not easy. If it was easy, if it was automatic, you know, anybody yeah. could do it. And I think what happens is there are a lot of people out there, marketers too, that market goes like, hey, you, it's like you you take this product and you're going to lose a hundred pounds. But it's not like that. There's nothing, nothing that's worth it. It's easy. And that includes marketing. Everything takes time to get better. And because, and that time that it takes makes your product easier to have a moat, easier to have a barrier to entry. Because if everybody could do it in two or three days, then what hope your product has? But, you know, the more that you can build different things and the more that you take your time, then those impatient people that don't have the patience or don't have the way to educate, they're going to lose. And those people that think long-term are the people that ultimately win out. Yeah. Yeah, great advice. I I think uh, yeah, it's a good tool when you have this patience, when you uh, keep working hard. Um, it can help to filter people uh, people who can lose this patience. You know, so it like the filter of losers. <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, I wanna ask about your personal life. It's not not more about your personal life, about your. Uh, work balance i mean like uh, how to you personally handle uh or manage i don't know family business uh sport activities you mentioned about nba uh because i love playing basketball uh, for me it's important <laughs> to uh, have this health issue i can play basketball i can play soccer volleyball m- many things uh, i usually play basketball two times a week uh one time a week i play soccer uh one two times volleyball i go to the gym many things but i can't feel good if i have no sport activities you know i need them of course i can't be professional uh even some people can beat me in one side you know mediocre people but i love this experience you know to reload my mind to uh, have this sport uh can you tell how you start your day how uh, and uh, how you can balance between family, sport, and job? So until very recently, I would start my day with a cup of coffee, a journal, like these are the three things I got to do, and then I would have a workout. But now I have a three-month-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so balance has gone out the window. What I've learned is, is like you have periods of balance and then you have periods of imbalance. And what I'm trying to do is, is uh, now my I work out, I go to the gym, I lift weights. I love basketball, but unfortunately, I'm not. I don't. I, you know, I don't have time to to kind of like go and run around. I went to a Knicks game last week, um, so that's that's as close as I get to. Uh, it was a good game against Dallas. I love Luca Doncic. But when it comes to balance is for me, is is like, what are the top three things I need to achieve today? And if I achieve those three things, I'm good. And then I try to add two other things, administrative stuff. And I've, theoretically, I've been bad at this, like calendar things and all of that. 
And then one personal thing for me every day. What is the one personal thing? Is usually my journal, is usually my cup of coffee, is usually my time at the gym. Um, I try to do four times at the gym, but for example, today I'm not going to make the gym. Um, I had to come into the office and, you know, baby and things and all of that. So right now is, you know, like everybody, sometimes you go through periods where it's going to be tough to get balance. That's one of those times for me where sleep is a little bit of a commodity. But when things are going well, I try to prioritize sleep. And those three things we talked about, what are three things that I can do to win the day and take it from there? I think the error that most people make is trying to do 15 or 10 things. There's there's just not enough time um, yeah. or you're not prioritizing. So if you can just prioritize three things every day, you're going to be okay. Nice. Love it. Love it. I agree, Alex. It's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. I like this focus. Focus is very important in marketing. In personal life, you need to focus because you can become jack of all trades. I usually uh, use a lot of sport activities because uh, I read one interesting book about that. If you uh, jack of all trades in sport, you can live longer. <laughs> so I usually <laughs> train all my muscles that I have. And Which book is Alex, this? Which book is this? Um, I can send you uh, this book. It's a great book. It's uh, number one on Amazon about longevity. Uh, I search on longevity outlive, books. Outlive, outlive, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love that book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great book, yeah. It's a yeah. great book. Okay, Alex, thank you so much. Uh, uh, just uh, the last question, uh, how people can reach out to you, follow you, the best way how to do it, right? Look me up on LinkedIn, Alex Montes, linkedin.com in Almontas. And yeah, I write a lot. I, I try to, you know, create content at least four times per week. That's the best time. To, that's the best place to find me. Otherwise, I have a website, alexmontes.com. And, you know, shoot me a message and I will be happy to talk about marketing or or babies or basketball. That's my other baby. <laughs> so Risha, if you want to talk about the Knicks, Jalen Bronson, all-star game this week. Uh, super happy, super excited. But yeah, marketing um, is my love. And and of course, um, yeah, that's that's a lot of, that's the main topic I talk about here on LinkedIn. Nice, nice. Guys, you can find uh, the link to LinkedIn account in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again, Alex. A big pleasure. Love it. So valuable. I recommend to anyone to follow Alex on LinkedIn because I follow. I need to update what I have. I'm a student in this life. I need to uh, adapt fast, much faster than my competitors. And if you do it right, guys, you will be fine. Okay, love you. See you. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show? Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital marketing wisdom. See you next episode.